Hello and welcome to the Work Issue podcast. My name is Simon Lucy, I'm the founder and MD of Hype Collective. And I'm Joshua Capo, youth marketing assistant and student at King's College London. Cool, so today we're going to be talking to some students about findings from our recent work issue. If you're unaware, uh, the issues are deep dive studies that we conduct into student attitudes towards various topics. We run these research projects since sadly uh, our student days are long behind us, although to be fair Josh, uh, not for you. Uh, But yeah, we don't want the agency to be working off assumptions of the past, so so far we've covered um, research projects into things like travel, um, student attitudes towards alcohol, um, but today we're going to be focusing on um, attitudes towards uh, the world of work. So the work issue, which was launched in summer of this year, um, was made up of focus groups around the country and it surveyed thousands of students to understand what they wanted from their graduate recruiters. And the four key themes that came out of it were the value of a degree, employer morals, commitment to a job, so how long the students want to actually spend working in the same job, and finally mental health in the workplace. You can read the full issue at hypecollective.co.uk forward slash recruitment. So the key theme uh, that stood out to me uh, and certainly was the consistent thing that all the students talked about in their focus groups was they think that the early careers industry isn't taking mental health seriously enough. Uh, So that's why we picked that theme to talk about today. Uh, We're going to be talking with some of our new student city managers, Uh, so they're all from around the country. Uh, These are the guys that work for us across the country helping deploy our campaigns, Uh, so they really have their ear to the ground. Um, If you enjoy the content or if you think this is an important topic, uh, we're actually hosting an event in London on the 20th of November uh, with some thought leaders from across the space, Uh, people including the head of um, early careers at Deliveroo, the mental health leader at Accenture will be speaking uh, and loads of others. If you're interested and would like a ticket, uh, drop us an email at hello at hypecollective.co.uk. We'll put all the um, details in the comments of this podcast. Um, but for now, on with the podcast. Thanks for coming on the podcast, really appreciate it. Um, do you want to start off, just introduce yourself, who you are, what uni you're at, what year you're in, um, that sort of thing? Sure. Uh, hi, I'm Billy. I'm 21 years old, currently in my fourth year at the University of Glasgow studying a business management and information studies. Cool. Uh, I'm Emily, um, I'm at Cardiff Uni, and I'm going back into first year to study uh, human geography. Cool. Amazing. Well, um... So yeah, um, I wanted to start off by just asking you kind of for your kind of feedback on one of the key trends that came out of this, and that was that um, a, a very large number of the focus group respondents that we spoke to were willing, kind of felt relatively comfortable talking about mental health with their peers, uh, but then when you took that to kind of future employers, it was kind of the opposite. They were fairly uncomfortable with it. Um, do you think that's a kind of a very predictable and obvious thing, or were you surprised by that? Uh, I think it's quite predictable. Um, I, I think um, students who are just graduated looking for a job don't want anything to jeopardise their potential employment chances. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing they think that could definitely do that. So. Oh, and Billy, do you agree? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, um, do you think it actually would jeopardise their chances of a job? Do you think, I mean, if you were to, if a candidate was to say that they you know, had three weeks off university due to 
uh, a poor period of mental health, do you think that, that would jeopardize their chances of a job? Um, I think it depends, but I think the um, unless there was a company that was having a new outlook on mental health and was willing to support them and help them, um, then of course that would be a different case. But I think, again, a lot of people have this fear just from the classic case of um, employers just want people that will, yeah, do be the job. easiest to work and do the job. Yeah. And I suppose the hiring manager is you know, going to be fearful, like if they've had three weeks off in the past, are they going to have three weeks off when they're in my team and I need them to? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's mm. going to be their fear, right? Mm. That's really interesting that you mentioned, like they just want someone to come in and do the job. And um, I feel like the stigma is there because employers don't feel like people with mental health conditions can do the job. But how does one change that? I guess it's the question I have for you guys from a student perspective, like. How do you go? How would how would you like that to be addressed? Um, I think just employers should have like set like a set regime or some whatever the word is in in place to battle the problem if it does come up because it's it's inevitable it's it's gonna happen like most people graduating uni these days do have like different mental health problems. Um, so I think it's basically up to the company to sort to sort it out because it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So they need a solution. I was at an interesting talk the other day, and obviously most students will agree that their university doesn't have it perfect in mm-hmm. terms of mental health provision. But actually, <laughs> Josh is shaking his head. They do not. <laughs> For the listener, Josh is shaking his head vigorously. <laughs> vigorously. Um, but yeah, but they do not have it sorted, but they do have some provisions available, right? Yeah. Um, whereas then when you go into the world of graduate work, there's no provision, basically. Mm-hmm. You've got the NHS, which is uh, not, not, not providing what people want. Um, so do you think that's something that graduates are kind of mindful of and like worry about? Do you think that there's that jump? Yeah, I would say so. Would you say the same? Uh, yeah, for sure. And um, I also wonder, you know, obviously you want the employer to, well, you'd like to think that the employer would help you out, but also how many people are comfortable even just um, opening up about it, whether or not uh, the other side will help them out. It's just about, um, are they going to keep it private and hold it in, or are they going to share it, you know? Some people aren't comfortable with sharing it to people in the workplace that just want to have it among their friends or family and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's also like an age thing, isn't it? Like students today are way more comfortable talking yeah. about their mental yeah. health. Yeah, definitely. It's quite likely your manager's going to be older than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so how, do you, yeah, do you think that's like a, a problem there? Um, well, it depends on the type of company and, and the manager and their personal opinion on it because you can get, obviously, managers um, who are older, who are really understanding about it and want to help, but at the same time, that's not the case for everyone. So it's it's really company-by-company company basis on who the manager is and what provisions are in place. Yeah, and something you said earlier, which is kind of referenced, like, I think a student in one of the earlier focus groups said um, that they would like to see employers that have, like, a transparent policy and... Yeah. procedure on um, kind of mental health because that would uh, kind of take away some of the risk of going there because they know you know if I do have a period of poor mental health this is what's going to happen 
do, do you kind of agree with that? Do you echo their thoughts? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think um, graduates would probably be more likely to choose a company to work for who had a, like a scheme in place and they could see how what it was going to be like if like some bad mental health did occur um, rather than someone who has really mentioned it at all. Like, it's good to know what you're getting yourself in for just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, um, that's, that's quite um, an interesting um, thing to me as, as well because like um, from a student perspective, um, when going on interviews and stuff in your final year and trying to find a grad placement um, and all that, all those things, there must be sort of red flags that come up as a prospective employee looking for a, a great employer, a great company to join that um, would say, oh, if I have a mental breakdown tomorrow, then they're not going to be really facilitating of that, are they? Yeah, yeah. Um, so what are some of those um, red flags that you've noticed and like applying for different things? Um, if there are any or any red flags that you'd think would that if um, I don't know a hiring manager told you X Y Z that you'd be like nope not working there well I don't know because I've not really done that much but I've heard from my friends that have that have tried to apply for internships and graduate jobs is that there's um, so many of these various steps and quizzes to try and find people's personality types and traits and all that and I think that is um one of those things that can be daunting because you always think about stuff. Oh, I have to. So I have. To, you're kind of guessing what the company wants you to be yeah. like and mm. what kind of person you want to be like so that you can get that job. Mm. So I think instantly that for me would be a turnoff because I feel like I'd have to conform to a certain kind of person if I want to work for this company. Mm. I, I totally agree. I think as well, like something we've not talked about is like mental health during the application process oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. you're like that's obviously a really stressful period in your life right applying for jobs the stats are roughly i don't know they change all the time but roughly 70 people apply to one job depending on what industry you go to is better or worse but like as a lot of recruitment process is being like automated so essentially you're against a computer like yeah. kind of what takes away any human interaction and the whole thing kind of I don't know, do you think that kind of makes it worse in a way? Yeah, I mean, definitely. Like, the computer ones, are, they're a bit weird, aren't they? <laughs> like, kind of thing. I remember um, a while back applying for um, an interview or a job on, on, online with, like, the questions that they ask you kind of all related to the job um, and not getting through to the interview stage. But then the exact same questions were asked to me in person and I used the answers that I used online and I, and I got the job so like yeah. it's really like it's it's, it's weird <laughs> and, then, and it's yeah they all say they want these soft skills of communication skills or whatever but then they'll reject you based on a computer exactly mm-hmm. yeah. video which is like yeah it seems a bit harsh mm-hmm. um, and I, I know employers are kind of worried about like how like tech should make the process better for everyone including the experience but I don't think quite I don't think they've got it quite right at the moment. Yeah, I don't think it's quite right. I feel like they must be coding for themselves, which is one thing that comes up. Um, I've, I'm friends with like these um, guys who work at, or who run a like sort of tech creative agency and they're always talking about how to sort of um, create um, tech-friendly user experiences for everyone. So that means coding for people with mental illnesses, coding for people with physical illnesses, coding for people who aren't white men coding for people like from all different sorts of backgrounds um, and oftentimes 
if you're, I don't know, hiring manager or whatever has hired a company to create this tech platform for them and all the questions and all of the um, data and everything that they have is centered around their own life experience. Say they've never had a mental health issue in their life that they've picked up on. So they don't really think it's a thing that's like something that they should worry about too much. Um, they're going all of this, um, all of these application processes that seem so convoluted and so long are just gonna, um, they're gonna be exactly that. Um, very daunting for people who aren't like them. So I feel like that's something that would definitely have to change, but I don't know if it's going to. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, definitely something that would have to change, I guess. Um, yeah. All right then. Um, I feel like um, one sort of final question would be like, um, what things would you like to see in a in a company um, that you would like to apply to in pertaining to good mental health practices? Maybe just something like a procedure set out in sort of. Black and black and white on like a contract or something like that that tells you what is going to happen if your mental health is bad or like how they can help you kind of thing. Um, just yeah, or maybe just even like a meeting that says that they talk about what, what what's in place. Just making it clear basically from the get go like what what happens. Yeah, so you're not afraid of what kind of answer you give to the employer. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think hundred percent agree. Like it's pretty much every student has kind of told us the same thing in slightly different ways, that they just want like, the ambiguity to be taken away from it. They, yeah, definitely. Like, if you are unfortunate enough to be suffering like poor mental health, like you don't want the added stress of what your employer is going to think about it. And, like If you know they're going to think of this, even if it's not like the best thing in the world, like at least it's something you know what's going to happen. It takes the, takes the kind of the doubt away. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's awesome, guys. Thanks um, so much for your time. Um, really appreciate it. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll speak to you soon. Yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. We really hope you enjoyed that episode. To read the full work issue, definitely head over to hypecollective.co.uk slash recruitment. And if you want to come to our breakfast discussion, definitely drop us an email at hello at hypecollective.co.uk.